0: Right Back at you, it's the Kid 50 cent This is your boy, Weezy, every baby Yo, what it does, this your homie, Rick Ross This, this is your boy, Gucci, man, LaFleur You're, you're in the next where? This is the K.O.P. Aftermath me. Right here, so keep it locked you heard me. You heard me. This is the K.O.P. Aftermath This you're, you're is the, the K.O.P. Aftermath This is the, the K.O.P. Aftermath Here we go! This is the K.O.P. Aftermath all live in the mix with ATL's Hi, this is Rihanna. What's up, this is, What's up, this is, What's, up, this is What's up, y'all? This is Mickey Mouse. You are the You are the number one station in the airway. What's up, y'all? This is, <laughs> is Beyonce. my station. What's up, y'all? This is Beyonce. Right, you to by the 494. 94. Yes, yes, yes. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another exciting podcast here today, ladies and gentlemen. This is, of course, KLP Aftermath Season 4. Yes, we are on Season 4. I'm excited, guys, simply because you guys made our season blossom, right? This is the next... Uh, season the next thing we've got going out i am super excited because this is not only season four but you know we're we're dabbling into the fall time we're at the huaylee recording uh room over at oxford college of emory university i gotta thank everyone who's been staying tuned of course we've got instagram we've got the recording we've got uh li- uh tiktok and bego and facebook live as well sorry for all my live.me people my fan base over there. I'm so sorry because I actually, when I was in the studio, I forgot that the, cause we, we stream things on our phones and I forgot to charge my phones for today's show. So I apologize for my live.me people. So, um, but we still have got it on other streaming uh, platforms as well. And of course we've got the Canon G7X in the studio as well. So of course we're going to edit and do like an on demand kind of thing, but I like to do these live streams too, because, uh, you guys love the live streams. You guys love it when we go on and go live and it's, you know, it's right here. Uh, whether if you're a student here at Emory University getting ready for your next, uh, class, which I kind of doubt it, right? Because it's Monday, you know, the sophomores are moving back in and everyone's kind of getting ready. Uh, classes officially start for us on Wednesday. So, um, for all the college kids who are getting ready for the semester and you need something to watch, you can just, uh, tune in on the, the radio stations or, Of course, Emory Radio. Of course, Emory ninety four point six radio station's official Instagram. That's Emory Radio One. Follow us over there on Instagram for sure. Let me tell you, this season, season four. Okay, let me backtrack. T. Of course, we got T in the building. Let me let me backtrack because I remember season one. The very first episode was here, not in the Hualie. The Hualie recording room didn't get built yet, but. Uh, starting here at Oxford College, you know, it was the special collections room, the first episode and or, or first uh, the first official episode, of may I say. And, uh, you know, we just had, the, we had our own equipment. We didn't, you know, the sound was okay, right? It wasn't the best sound, but it was okay. And, you know, it was, it, that was it. Now, four seasons later. Now we're in season four and we've got the the mixer. We got the music playing in the background. We got the microphones. We've got the streaming stuff. Of course, I had a new thing to my stream here on Instagram. There's uh, We had uh, orientation Friday and the uh, shout out to the office of religious and spiritual life. They had these little selfie lights. I got one. I said, yeah, this is going to be good for the stream. It's just extra lighting uh, for uh, the show. So Very very excited for season four, and as always, we set this on this past Saturday's talk show. Right, go check that out. That's KLP in the morning, live from the Robert Wolfdruff SPS. That is Emory University's Atlanta campus. We've did a production show there. So excited! We're waiting, and we're coming back next this coming Saturday for another episode. By the way, but I gotta say, if you guys are a uh, Oxford College of Emory University rso student-run organization and you want to hop on the podcast you want to talk about what you got going on for the semester all you got to do is send us a dm over at instagram that's emory radio one all one word or you can send me an email that's klp 2 at emory.edu of course i do read my emails my work emails and you know if your email comes up comes up we're going to get you guys on the show because we're, we want to blow the show up right we want to make it big we want to, we want to share our show to the emory university universe might i say so again i'm excited very very excited now let's get on to the topics of conversation klp aftermath season four guys i do have my must watch list today and i have two I had to find two T. I had to find two for this special occasion. Of course, we've got um, people tuning in. Of course, we've got Gwinnett underscore one and Maggie dot Starbound Studios has joined. So I'm a wave at you. I think Maggie dot Starbound Studios did heart our stream. So thank you so much for that. So let's get on to it, guys. Our, Our must watch list, if we will. I'm excited for that because we've got two. Now over the weekend, not only I was doing the show. Of course, I was hitting the gym. You guys can follow us again: Instagram, Emmer Radio One, or my personal Instagram. That's Kennedy Lucas because I did uh, uh, show you guys how I lift. <laughs> Shout out to OX Lifts, by the way. So we've got two guys. The first one is She Hulk. Marvel Studios' next TV series on Disney Plus, She-Hulk, premiered last Thursday, and I finally had a chance to go watch it. Of course, it was a very interesting show. Marvel has it to where it's quite exciting for them. It's really, really excited. It's exciting that Marvel has shows like She-Hulk to come out, and you seeing newer versions of the Marvel characters. Right, I'm quite excited for this next wave, this next universe. There, we're calling it the multi. Tyverse saga is what we're calling it for this time around. And of course, we've got shows like She-Hulk, of course. She-Hulk is a great, fantastic show. Of course, the next era of things here as I get the uh, cast list here pulled up for you guys. Um, She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, is a Disney uh, show here. Uh, Tatiana... Miles Ray will be playing uh, Jennifer. uh, I want to say is it Jennifer Walter? Uh, I'm trying to get that character out there. Jennifer, I think it's Walters, of course. It's not... My screen is a little bit too small, but of course she's, she's next, right? She's coming up next. Of course, you've got her, you've got Mark Ruffalo will be playing Bruce Banner as of course he has to be in this series, guys. I'm very interested to see how they're going to bring those two characters back into the cinematic type. And I, I'm guessing you guys can say that, I mean, the, the, uh, Marvel shows are kind of the cinematic universe kind of, but you know, you have the series and then you have the movies that you got to go to theaters to see. So I'm very excited for that because you know this is the next wave guys this is the next thing of course you have uh Jennifer uh I want to say it's Walters again I'm trying to get this name up here we're going to get the name up here Tatiana Mazalani I actually I butchered the last name I'm sorry of course that character she's experiencing some things of course her and Bruce Banner are on the road trip right they're cousins And there was this this spaceship that comes down, of course, maybe coming from Guardians of the Galaxy era. Who knows? Of course, the ship goes down. Of course, they're in a car accident. And, you know, Bruce Banner is bleeding. And then some of the blood goes inside of uh, goes inside of Jennifer. And now she becomes the Hulk. Right. She's experiencing that she is now becoming the Hulk. And this the first episode was so funny because Tatiana. Mazzalani, she brings a comedic side of this character, right? We've had it to where Marvel characters sometimes are a little bit serious when it comes down to their characters. She brings a comedic element into this series. And I'm very excited for for that, uh, for sure, because I like when Marvel characters are more funny, right? They have a comedic side to their role. And Tatiana Mazzalani, she brings it, guys. She really does bring it um the first episode she's going they're going outside this island in mexico and she's getting trained to be the hulk and at first she didn't want to be the hulk right she doesn't want to be the hulk she doesn't want she just wants her her normal life right every marvel character wants a normal life of course they won't be able to achieve that normal life right um of course bruce banner mark ruffield's character brings out a lot of, of tony stark and, you know, I get I I, I just kind of get sad a little bit because, you know, we all know what happened to Tony Stark in Endgame. There's no secret. He dies like um, the spoilers been out for years now. He dies right And in Endgame. In, in so you can really tell that Bruce Banner, the character, <laughs> Mark Ruffalo is portraying that character. You can tell that they're very I don't know, they're very sad about losing, you know, Tony Stark. So of course they kind of reminisce in that for sure. Um, Very very exciting for for that next series to come out for sure. Uh, You have all these characters of course towards the end of it of course towards the end of the series she goes in and you know she's representing a client Then some villain comes in and then she turns into the Hulk and now the secret's out. Right now, she's a superhero. Now she's learning to be the superhero that we all know from She Hulk. So uh, that's the review of that. It's only one episode that's available right now. So I'm only reviewing the first episode. That's all we've got. But this Thursday, we're going to be getting another new episode. And I'm going to be following very, very closely when it comes down to uh, She Hulk. I think it's very, uh, a good show. I still got to finish Moon Night guys I do need to finish that show there's just so many shows out right now whether it's on HBO or Disney or Netflix there's just so many shows and I just don't I try I'm trying to make time right I'm trying to make time to watch um all the shows that's out right now so I can review them for you guys on the on the podcast but it's just a lot of shows right now it's just it's a whole heck of a lot of shows which I'm excited for because it gives us something to watch for sure moving on to our next month's watch list as I said I do have two and this is the series that came out. It has six episodes right now, T. And you know, I'm guilty of it because I only watched the first episode. Um, so I'm scrolling through uh Netflix, right? And you know, I I never knew that they did this for Netflix. Of course, you guys don't know. I'm a huge gamer at heart. We've been talking about video games for the longest time, but. I'm a huge fan of this we did get the announcement of the next tekken game there was kind of a a, a, a teaser if you will that came out so that and you know that's coming up very very soon but there's a there's a tekken show on netflix came out this year 2022 only season one is available right now it's available for netflix and tekken right tekken has a animated series it's called tekken bloodline of course of course you've got jen kazama who's going out there. He's, this is a story of young Jen, right? He's, he's, he's young in this series. He's not the older Jen that we know. Right. But he's young. He's, he, the first episode he's with his mother and you know, he's trying to figure himself out and you know, he's a fighter. Right, he he he's lethal weapon. He, his hands are or lethal. You could, his hands could really do some damage to a lot of people. Right, so of course, the first episode, he's with his his mother, and you know, like his the the, the demon, the ogre. That's one of the characters that's from the Tekken series. Comes out and tries to find uh, Jin and his mother. try to kill both of them. Of course, he, the ogre was very uh, unsuccessful. Kills the mother but unsuccessful to kill Jen, of course. Now, his mother tells Jen to say, hey, you need to go find your grandpa. And we all know that's, Ichashi, you need to go find your grandpa, right? And now that story progresses, and then we're going to see more of the characters come out for that. I wanted to talk about the um, the animation style of this, right? Because with anime, um, as you guys know, I'm a huge anime lover too. I, I watch a lot of anime in my spare time. And I really do like the Tekken series. I really do. I like, I like the video games, right? Who doesn't? But it was very interesting that I saw that this had a a series from Netflix because typically Netflix anime is just not the same as going to Funimation anime, right? Or going to Toho animation, right? Or um, uh, um, the Jump uh, series. Or that, well, that's a company, but then, and that's the company that makes the manga, but they're in charge of the anime too. Netflix, when it comes to their anime, if Netflix is producing it, we're leaving to believe that, uh, I don't know. I don't know about this. I don't know how far this is gonna go, right? We're, we're, I'm very skeptical when it comes to a anime that's made from Netflix because I've seen anime made from Netflix and it's just like, uh, it's not the same it's not the same so i actually enjoyed this one right i only watched one episode i'm guilty guys because i I, we're reviewing i got a, a whole bunch of other stuff going on but this is an anime that you can't really pass up like they're trying right i can tell that netflix is really trying the anime style is pretty good. The fight style is pretty good. Um, it's very gruesome in this show, right? There's a lot of, of course, a, Tekken is a fighting video game, by the way, f- for most of you guys who didn't know. But Tekken Bloodline, the series, there's it's, very, it's a little harsh. Some of the scenes are a little harsh. One episode, uh, well, the first episode, of course, when Jen was going against Hijachi, H- 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 if I pronounce his name right, give me thumbs up. And you know they 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 pan away from from the actual fight, but you know Jay was getting pummeled. <laughs> he was getting pummeled, but we didn't they didn't show that. But he was getting beat up by his grand by his granddad. So um, again, it's a good show. Uh, I check it out, guys. I would check it out on Netflix. Um, it came out past June, and I was very interested because it it just came across my must watch list. I'm like, oh, I didn't even know this came out. So very excited. I'm really excited for Tekken. Eight, I think that's going to be the next one because we already got Tekken 7. So Tekken 8 is the newest one that's coming out. Speaking of what's coming out this week, of course, Shell Purcell's I'm Not Your Sugar Mama will be premiering back this Wednesday. Shout out to Shell Purcell because we did a long, great recording session yesterday at the Shell Purcell production studios. We have the mics, the cameras. You guys are going to see it on Instagram, by the way shell Purcell, she's coming back. If you guys don't know Shell Purcell, by the way, this is a plug for her for the show. She has a podcast. I'm not your sugar mama. I am the producer uh, for that show. I produce it for her. And it's a great show. It's a very great show. The show's not for everybody, right? This is it's PG-13. It's, it's, sometimes it could be rated R, sometimes but PG-13, right? There's a, there's some cussing. There's some real stories that go along with that, but check it out, guys. It's available right now. And check Shell Purcell out. She's doing a lot of stuff, with country Wayne. Of course, you guys know if you, and maybe my Oxford people may not know country Wayne team but country Wayne is a comedian, actor, artist, producer, executive. Uh, he does a lot of great skits on YouTube and Facebook. And now shell is a part of that family. And I'm excited for her, for her journey. Um, but check her out right now because you know, she's on the, the, the skits there. And of course her podcast is coming back this Wednesday the video and audio version this wednesday and i'm so excited for that for sure speaking of another thing that's coming back and t i'm about to i'm about to upset some people right now as i reset that camera there i'm about to upset somebody i am cuz i'm on my way to the studio here today the huay lee uh, recording studio, Oxford College of Emory University, the home of KLP Aftermath, and I heard that you know there was another podcast, Ox Speaks. They do their podcast in here, so maybe they, maybe we'll collab one day, maybe. But speaking of another show that's coming back, and I'm a little skeptical, and I'm about to make, I'm about to upset some people. I know I'm about to upset my brother, my big brother Alex. Shout out to him, but I'm about to upset him real quick because I see a poster for our wonderful atlanta falcons <laughs> the atlanta falcons of course is football season let me tell y'all i am nervous the reason why i am nervous because i saw their training right of course it was on fox news they did a training as we get new people tk98 and jessica Donen underscore. Thank you for staying tuned. This is KLP Aftermath season four premiere. I'm skeptical about these Atlanta Falcons. I'm sorry Uh, to all the my friends and family that loves the Atlanta Falcons. I'm sorry. I am skeptical simply because I saw the training and the training looked like they didn't really push. Maybe I don't know. Maybe that's just what Fox Sports News have captured on camera for the new setting. And maybe I just didn't didn't catch it. Maybe I didn't catch it. I, I might have missed it. But for the past couple of years, the Falcons have been, haven't been doing well. They haven't. We're, we're big fans, but they just haven't performed. So I want them to make it. And for the Atlanta Falcons, please prove me wrong. I want to be proven wrong in this because you got it to where Atlanta United won championships before. Recently, the Atlanta Braves World Series in 2021. They won the World Series. That was a huge celebration. We podcast about that. Gwinnett Striper, uh, excuse me, Gwinnett Braves. Or well, it's Stripers, actually. Gwinnett Braves was the old name. Gwinnett Stripers have won some some championships before in Gwinnett County. I don't know about the Atlanta hockey team. I don't I don't follow hockey. Now it's the Falcons' time, right? Even the Hawks, mate. Uh, the Hawks—they came close to the Final Four, didn't win it, but they came close. Now it's the Atlanta Falcons' time, because we've you—you you got all these businesses moving here, right? You have it to where um, a, a World Cup series from soccer is coming here to Atlanta. I want to say 2023 or 24. I, I'm blanking out on the name on the year T, but it's coming here. I'm excited. For that, so I, I hope that they bring the light. I hope that they bring all the winnings of champions with these Atlanta Falcons. I don't know. I'm skeptical. I hope, but I I, I, I doubt it. I, I I'm sorry, guys. I know a lot of people are. Like, I'm I'm probably teeing off, pissing off uh, my brother and some of my friends that are allow, uh, Atlanta Falcons people. I, you know. I you know. Moving on to our Womp Womp session of today. You guys know what we do. We do a uh, segment called the Womp Womp segment. And this uh, segment is uh, brought to you by, of course, Kennedy Lucas Publishing's LLC. All you got to do is go to issue.com. That's issue. That's I-S-S-U-U dot com. Type that in. Kennedy Lucas Publishing's is what you have to search up or the Vox Times or the Emory Times or the CEO's Corner. We're going to be writing an article today, um, later on today. Um, so that's going to be out there for sure. Brought to you guys by that, of course. This is coming from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Uh, as we get new people, rudeboy.royalty. Uh, rude uh, rude, rude Thank you for staying tuned for the live stream. Get this, guys. Some Georgians with housing vouchers say landlords won't rent to them. Of course, more than 1,000 Georgians have received housing vouchers, but can't find a landlord that will accept them. Of course that's the news headlines there of course in the past years uh uh has been applied for more than 10 apartments in Atlanta of course this is a woman this is uh, I might butcher her her first name Elviance Elder she's applied to more than 10 apartments in Atlanta she has enough money to cover rent at a good stable apartment for herself and her two children but none of her applicant applications have has been approved. This is a sad thing that's coming out for sure for that story because it's a sad occasion, guys, because we all, look, rent's high. Rent has gone up, right? My my uh place, they want to paint and they want to do all this and then they want to charge me for it. That's just how leasing companies do. They, they want to make all these upgrades and then they want to charge you for it. So I say to that, you know, if you're Able to cover rent and you got a place. Be thankful for that because a lot of people can't even get approved from apartments, right? Housing vouchers, right? That's hey There's no shame in that game, right? Housing vouchers are kind of Which I and I hope i'm saying this right to you housing vouchers are kind of like a little Application that kind of helps you out with rent and you might get either a discount or you might get assistance with paying rent. And there's, like I say, there's no shame in that game, right? Because I've known people in the past where they used housing vouchers. They even use food stamps, right? There's no shame in that game if it's needed. Because right now, a lot of people, it's hard for people to afford rent. It's hard for people to uh, go back to work because a lot of these companies are not hiring unless you got a master's degree. A lot of companies out there will not hire you. And the companies that are hiring, you have to work like a slave to get a a decent dollar to make rent. Shout out to Amazon. Sorry, Amazon, I love y'all, but I never going back to Amazon working for uh, delivery logistics ever again, because we worked like a dog for the same amount of pay as everybody else. But besides the point, landlords are getting a little bit more greedy, right? Landlords are saying, hey, inflation's up. Oh, groceries up, gas. Okay, let's increase our rate too, right? Because they can, right? If you're a landlord, you can you can charge two million dollars for a two bedroom if you wanted to, solely if you wanted to. Now it's up to us to to understand and realize. Okay, we ain't gonna go for that, right? We ain't gonna go for if you charge it out the wazoo for a two bedroom, two bath apartment. Let's just say, and these and some apartments, depending on location, some apartments apartments go for two thousand dollars a month. It could be a one bedroom, one bath, small unit, small square foot, $2,000. And that's just how the housing market is right now, guys. Uh, It's crazy. It's one of those crazy things, and I hope that uh, Alvion's elder, she finds a good uh, home for her two children. Again, for God's sake, she has two kids. I don't know how many times I'm going to harp on that too much. I I don't know how how much I'm going to harp on that to where uh, parents with kids right now And I think I talked to my dad about this too the other day. Parents with kids right now, they are struggling right now. I went to the grocery store and I think I might've said this many, many times on the show, but I see it every time where I'm going to the grocery store, getting the groceries for myself because I live alone, by the way, I'm just, I'm a lone wolf here and I'm going and on average, I spend about 60 to $70 per week for groceries, depending I see parents with kids buying $200 worth, $300 worth of groceries, and that's weekly. And I'm looking like, that wouldn't be me. That $300 a week for some groceries? For these little babies? What? And I'm I'm banging, because, you know, I, I bag, and I'm like, beep, beep, beep. And I saw this on TikTok too, and I'm not trying to get sidetracked, but I saw this because it, it, I just got reminded of this tea. There's a TikTok out there. <laughs> a dude's out there. He's swiping for groceries and like each time it goes up to like $30. So it was like, the guy comes up there, he, he swipes his first item. It's like $3. Okay. Next items, $4. And then the next item, $20. The next item, Fifty dollars, the next item. Eighty dollars, the next item. One hundred and twenty dollars, next item. Two hundred, and he was just like, "Hold up, wait a minute, now, nah. hold up." It did. Cash kept he kept like passing his items along, and at the end of the video, this was a video, but at the end of the video, <laughs> his, his total came out to five hundred dollars in groceries. So I I laugh, and I joke, right? Because we 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 on TikTok, you got to watch TikTok to get a little laughter in. But honestly, guys, for real, parents. People with kids, they have it rough right now. So for this Georgian, Evlience Elder, she's using a housing voucher to help her. Because you got two kids right now in inflation right now. It's tough. And landlords say, nope, you can't use that. Nope, you will not be approved. She has money. She has a job. She has the money to cover her rent. She just needs the housing voucher to help her. Nope, you can't have it. Like I say landlords are getting greedy guys you guys got to find that good landlord um because landlords are getting extremely greedy to where they don't care and it is this dude is deemed to be true because a lot of people in today's society we not we as in me but Americans people human beings some of us we don't care about what you need we care about what we need if you can't afford something oh too bad sucks for you figure it out right and I get it, we all can't help everybody, right? You know, I can't help everybody. But landlords, to a woman with two kids, got money, got a job to cover rent, she just needs to use a housing voucher, and you say no to her because you feel that, oh, okay, you use the house. Oh, okay, you can't afford it. Nope. So to the landlords out there in the universe, this is your womp womp section. One more time. Yeah. That's how it is, guys. It's, it's sad. It's very, very sad. So I, I I hope that, you know, this 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 goes out without saying, I hope this goes uh, to a, a greater a scale of things for sure, because it's, it's sad. It's really, really sad. Moving on to the next topic of conversation. Of course, we've got a another kind of and this is not really elephant in the room, but another news topic here today. Columbus Teachers Union votes to strike. Of course, Columbus, Ohio, Columbus teachers voted Sunday night to go on strike a uh, cumulative of five months and 22 negotiations that failed to reduce a single contract agreement. Of course, at this meeting, the greater Columbus Convention Center uh, with uh, the four thousand five hundred member union. That's a huge. That's a huge union, by the way. Columbus Education Ed- Association voted to commence a strike after it uh, after it. Uh, And his board of education could not agree on the terms of labor contract settling, settling Ohio's largest school district up an unconventional first day Wednesday. Teachers will uh, with picket signs and students learning from situations and uh, substitutes and administrators, administrations online. Of course, they're going on strike as not. Hey, look, teachers don't get paid enough. Let me say that again. Teachers don't get paid enough. They don't. They don't get paid enough. And it's sad. It's one of the, the saddest things that teachers they have to deal with kids. And I say that very broadly because I deal with with, with, with kids, kind of. I, I deal with students. So I don't really, I don't deal with little kids. I deal with students, you know, here at, at Emory University. Um, but when you're talking about little kids in, in grade school, you got to deal with some weird kids. You got to deal with some bad kids. You got to deal with some goody two-shoes kids. Right? Kids with attitudes. This is why I could be a teacher at, at grade school because you got to deal with all that. No. I'm thankful I just deal with students and students that I deal with. They're practically adults and they know better. But these little kids in, in elementary school, in middle school, in junior high, uh-uh. nope. Can't do it. And it's just one of those things that it does happen. Teachers don't, they're not getting paid enough. And that's a sad occasion that it happens. But teachers do not get paid enough. And I really wish they did. Honestly, I really wish teachers got paid a good wage to where they're happy about what they're doing, right? There's times where, and this is a dumb mistake for teachers. I've read a story. This happened. It started in 2020, guys, but it did it over the years it happened. Teachers would use their own because at certain certain district, Um, teachers need equipment, teachers need supplies, and they want the, the system doesn't supply that. So teachers have to go out and buy supplies. That is the dumbest thing ever. Like, why would you have to supply your own supplies for the year when you got a a district to where parents and young adults with no kids, me to pay taxes for that to go back into the school systems to buy supplies for that teacher for all my oxford college people yeah that's how taxes work when you when you get tax on stuff taxes go back into the, the into the community or supposed to be going back to the community but you know we all know about how that kind of happens right it's sad it's sad of course there's a quote here It is with a full understanding of the sacrifices that students, parents, and teachers will make together to win the schools Columbus student deserve. The CEA members overwhelmingly rejected the board's last, best, and final offer tonight and voted to strike. Let me tell you, when teachers are on strike, they're not teaching. And if you're not teaching your kids, these kids ain't going to school. And that's a big problem. (laughs) The CEA spokesperson, Regina uh, Fuentes said this in the statement, after Saturday, uh, Sunday's vote, excuse me, in multiple efforts, and this is a quote from her, guys, in multiple efforts to negotiate through the media, after walking away from the bargain from the bargaining table, the school board has tried desperately to make the strike about. Teacher salary, teacher professional development, and teacher leaves. Of course, this this continues, guys. Let me be clear: this strike is about our students who deserve a committed deserve a commitment to modern schools with heating and air conditioning, smaller class sizes, and well-rounded curriculum that includes art, music, and pee. Okay, let me be real. I had to reset the camera, Dad. Let me be real. It is a lie when teachers say, I do my job for the kids. Let me, let me, let me restatement. Let me say that again, guys. It is a lie when teachers say, I'm happy to just do this job for the kids. Absolutely false. Right? Let me be clear. Teachers do it because it's a craft, and they love doing it. But teachers like money. We all do something for something. I come on the show and I say I love doing this show and I love working. I do love it. I love working at Emory, but my I love compensation, too. If if Emory University comes to me and say, hey, we, we see that you're dedicated. Can you do this for free? I said, nope. And it's the same instance for this. Teachers don't want to be laid off or played on when it comes to their salary, right? Teachers don't want to do that. Teachers don't want a pay cut. Teachers want to pay raise. Honestly, I think teachers need a pay raise because this is like taking care of somebody's kid and educating them. I honestly think it's teachers and professors are, well, I don't know, De- depending if you're, if you're a professor at Ivy league, I'm sure you're getting paid if you're at an Ivy league, right? But there are some universities to where professors, professors are not getting enough pay and they have to go do a side hustle as well. Teachers want to get paid. We don't do things for free, right? And based off Regina Fortes' statement, we want our we wanna commitment to, to the students in modern uh, schools, heating, air conditioning, small class uh, sizes, rail-rounded curriculum, art, music, and PE. You got to pay for that, though. Charlemagne the God on the Breakfast Club. Shout out to him. He once said that on his show that people are doing something for something. Pay me what I'm owed. Is what Charlemagne the God. So in this instance, pay them teachers what they're owed. I want them to get a pay raise because they're dealing with this kind of stuff. It doesn't make sense where you have administrators and CEOs and stockholders to say, are you just dedicated to this? Oh, can you do it for free? Pay people what they owe. That gets on my nerves every time, guys. Like I don't understand it because, and this is not the only school in Ohio. Schools all around the world, they're going through the same kind of thing where they're going on strike because they might get a pay cut and i get the pay cut because you know we're still trying to fight from COVID, so everything got cut people don't care people got bills to pay if you're a teacher and and you can't you're getting a pay cut and you're not getting a pay raise they go to their rent payer their their landlord or let's say they got to pay the car note they can't go to their their leasing car note people and say hey uh i got laid off i'm a teacher i got laid off from school can i get a no People don't care. These teachers don't care. I mean, the teachers do care about the students, but they don't care to the extent to where they have to take a pay cut. You got to be a fool to say, oh, I'm going to just do this for free because I love doing it. We all do things we love for free, right? I've done things and hobbies and things I've done for free because I love the craft. But then there's some things, hey, I need to get paid for this. Run the check. I I need my money from this. And that's what teachers are saying. So... To the school board, the CA, this elephant in the room goes out to you. Let me get it in one more time. It's sad, y'all. It's one of those things. It's very, very sad. So I hope uh, I hope that they they figure this out. Um, it's going to be a sad day. This is Wednesday when classes start and 90% of teachers are not teaching because they're on strike. <laughs> That's going to be hilarious to see kids come there and there's no teachers. I don't know what that means. (laughs) I don't know how that's going to go. So that's going to wrap it up here. Season 4 premiere of the KLP Aftermath Season 4. Live from the Hway Lee Recording Studio. Of course, we're going to cluck out of here. We got to do Swanky 93.3 The Heat. That's up next. Of course, that's going to be premiering tonight. So we're going to go ahead and roll that out there. But hopefully you guys enjoyed today's show. We'll be back tomorrow for another new episode of Swanky ninety three. Uh, uh, well the radio stations of course but KLP Aftermath Season 4 as we get ready for the next set of course thank you to all the people that stay tuned live for sure for the show today hopefully you guys enjoyed it and again we'll be back tomorrow again as always i like to say stay safe drink water every 15 minutes wear a mask when you can try not to touch things guys right in my office I've got I, I actually just got from Shell Purcell shout out to her I just got some disinfecting uh, wipes so try not to touch anything Right, just try not to touch as because we're back in session, right? We're we're, we're on campus and we're, the students are back, and you know they're touching, they're waving, they're touching people. Just try not to touch as much because diseases and you know you you, know, you don't you don't know where people are coming from, right? So just be safe. As always, I like to say, stay safe and stay swanky. It's the Carolby aftermath. You're, you're locked into the man. Yeah. Check yeah. this out. Here we go. Here we go. It's time. Live and in the mix with ATL Zone. KLP. Yo, 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 what's going on? This is Jersey Drake. Hi, this is Rihanna. Hey, what's up? This is Ludacris. What's up, y'all? This is Nicki Minaj. You're rocking with the best. It is the number one station in the airway. Right here, so keep it locked. What's up, y'all? This is Beyonce, and you listen to my station. Powered by the Core 94.